What is up everyone? Welcome back to another video. Today we are having a look at the six essential players and picks I think you need to be having in your FPL game week one drafts. What is up everyone? FPL Harry here and today top six essential picks I think you should be having for your game week one drafts. We'll start filling out this team with players and positions I just think you can't go without that need to be in your game week one drafts. Before we dive in, this video and this channel is being sponsored by Fantasy Football Scout this season. You may have seen I've done my first episode of Burning Questions over there. It is a great platform, your one-stop shop for all things FPL, whether you like podcasts, whether you like YouTube content, whether you like articles, whether you like preseason data, whether you like XG, everything you need is in one place for you. You can join during preseason with the link in the description, which will get you 30% off. But let's have a look at those picks. So the first pick I think you need to have in your game week one draft, let's not beat about the bush in this, is Erling Haaland. Erling Haaland had an incredible season last year. 36 goals, 9 assists, was a perma-captain for the lot of us. Now this probably seems like a no-brainer and we're not going to spend ages talking about why I think you should have Erling Haaland in your team. Just look at the fixtures, look at his data from last season. I just think you have to have him. This is probably, again, 86% owned. 86% of you think it, you agree with me that he needs to be in your game one teams. But if you're unsure about him or if you're in the 14% who don't own him, please, he needs to be in your game week one drafts. The second position I think you need to be having in your FPL game week one team is a 6.5 million midfielder. This in theory can also include a 7 million midfielder, but I think there's enough good options in that 6.5 million price bracket that we should be looking at. The reason I think you need one of these in your game week one draft is just because of how good the options are there. Going into the start of the season, we're not exactly sure which one we're going to want to own. However, come game week two or three, we will be wanting at least one of these in our team. If you don't start with one, A, you're not going to have any chance of being on the right one. And some of these players could offer incredible value this season. And B, yeah, if you go into the season without one, it's going to be difficult to get to them early on in the season. You don't want to be using transfers early to go and buy players, which feel like a reasonably good pick going into the start of the season. I've highlighted the five that I think are the most popular at the moment. To be fair, Mudrick feels like an absolute imposter on this graphic. As a Chelsea fan, I had to put him in there because he has looked okay with a bit of a smile on his face in preseason. But generally, Eze at Crystal Palace on penalties, the main man without Zaha there. Mitoma at Brighton looked great at the end of last season and particularly the second half of the season. And Buemo again without Ivan Tony in there. We've spoken about him a lot. And new signing to Aston Villa, Diaby at 6.5 million. Looks like he's playing a sort of a second forward role alongside Ollie Watkins as well, alongside Mudrick as well. A lot of us looking at Chelsea assets. Those are probably the top five. You can probably exclude Mudrick, but the graphic looked better with five rather than four. So I added an extra one in there. Right now, Mbwemo is the one that is in my latest draft. I can't see myself not going with him for the start of the season, but I am really impressed by both Diaby and Eze going into preseason. Their form is really, really nice. So there's a lot of me actually considering starting with two of these in my game week one team let alone not having any of them. So please, I think the squad structure works to have one of these. They're going to be great value. It's just identifying which one it is. And if you don't start with the right one, it's easy to jump ship. But as long as you have one in your team, it will make your life a lot easier. Next up on the essentials list, we have an Arsenal attacker. Now, the lighting, the sound may have changed very slightly for this portion of this video because I'm having to re-record it. We have just heard that Gabriel Jesus, who was one of the players I recommended originally recording this video, 
has had a little bit of an operation and is having to, you know, miss the first couple of games of the season. It sounds like he's going to be out for a few weeks, is what Arteta has said. And this is being recorded about a week before the start of the season, which makes you think Nottingham Forest on the opening day is pretty much, yeah, he's not going to play that by the sounds of things. Crystal Palace, game week two also seems very unlikely. So we don't want to be starting with Gabriel Jesus, despite his very high ownership at the moment. So a lot of you will be looking at his replacements. We'll be talking about his replacements in another video, but talking Talking about Arsenal assets, I think you should be going to own. And I do still think it's worth owning one of them for game week one. The top three on this graphic are now the ones that I think I will recommend with Kai Saka, Martin Odegaard and Martinelli. It does mean that if you're going for the double up, I do think you need to find a space in your midfield for a second one. A lot of us going with Kai Saka and for me, he is the number one Arsenal midfielder that we should be owning going into the start of the season. He's on penalties. He's on some set pieces. For me, he's the most nailed in there as well, alongside Martin Odegaard, who's most nailed. But without having, you know, that focal point up front in Gabriel Jesus, maybe he won't drift so far forward with Kai Havertz in the team. What's that going to do to his positioning as well? But he should get 90 minutes in every game. Martinelli is boosted by Gabriel Jesus not being there. He should get more minutes. There's less potential players off the bench who could come in now for Gabriel Martinelli's place because we're likely to see either Leandro Trossard start or Eddie Nketiah. Now, Trossard is in there at 7 million, but I don't trust it enough that he's going to start every game. And if Gabriel Jesus is back in game week three, it's not worth it pricking Trossard or Kai Havertz if you think he's going to play up front for the first two games to just have to sell him in the third game. Once Gabriel Jesus is back, I do still think that Martinelli will still play in that Arsenal lineup on the left wing, but Kai Saka will still play, Martin Odegaard will still play. So I still think the three that we should be looking at are those midfielders in Bakai Saka, Martin Odegaard and Gabriel Martinelli as well. Following on from that is actually an Arsenal defender for game week one. Again, it's down to the fixtures. The fixtures are really nice. Now, at the end of last season, defensively, they weren't that great. And a lot of that was the Saliba effect. Saliba ended up being out for the majority of the second half of the season. And Arsenal defensively just fell apart, particularly at home, actually. But with Saliba coming back, they look better in preseason. I do think they'll hit the ground running again, particularly from a defensive point of view as well. Being at 5 million, those are my two favourite options. Now, Ramsdale was an option, but at the moment it is being rumoured. It hasn't been officially signed that we might see David Raya joining Arsenal. Now, if that is the case... I still think Ramsdale might be first choice for the time being, but it's enough to put me off going for Ramsdale in my game week one team because I put my hands up. I think David Raya is a better goalkeeper and a better option for Arsenal to play with than Ramsdale, even though Ramsdale has just signed a new contract. Zinchenko at left back hasn't really featured any much in preseason. Then at right back, it could be Timber, Tomiyasu and Ben White, of course, who's up at 5.5 million, which is why they're not in there, which really only leaves Saliba, Gabriel and Ramsdale is the three possible picks that we could going with. Gabriel, I feel like, has the most goal threat. Saliba is a little bit better for bonus points. At the moment, Gabriel is the one in my draft, but I think defensively, they are great options. To me, the only real reason you shouldn't start the season with one of these, because they are underpriced as well, 5 million seems too low for them, if you're not going to start the season with a defender, the only reason you should do that is if you have triple attack. If you have an Arsenal slot to start the season with, I think they are the best cheap defenders that you could go with. Next up, pick number five, I think we're at. Manchester United attack is the ones I think we should be going and looking at. Now, there's only really two options, but it does look like Hoyland is going to come in. At the time recording, the transfer hasn't been officially confirmed. Plus, of course, there's no price for him in FPL. I've predicted seven, 7.5 million, but generally it is Marcus Rashford or Bruno Fernandes. And again, I think you need to be starting with one of these two, at least in your draft. My latest draft has two of these in. It has both Marcus Rashford and Bruno Fernandes. 
Hernandez in my team. The reason I think you should do that, A, is they're very reliable for points. They were great at the end of last season, particularly Marcus Rashford when he wasn't injured or potentially being injured, which was a real pain around those double game weeks. But also when you look at the fixtures, right? Wolves at home, Nottingham Forest at home, Burnley away, Brighton at home. And then the only two, in theory, more difficult ones are Spurs away and Arsenal away. Two teams which, yes, Arsenal is difficult, but Spurs have not been great defensively in preseason. I personally prefer Marcus Rashford over Bruno Fernandes. I just think Mason Mount will want to get forward. It will hinder Bruno Fernandes a little bit, but he'll still be a good asset. Of course, he's on penalties and set pieces as well. But yeah, Marcus Rashford for me is the one I want to go with. I'm a little bit concerned about his form in preseason. He's a very hot, cold form type of player, Marcus Rashford. So 9 million for a player who's not really performed so well in preseason is a bit of a question mark, but I'm definitely going into the season with at least one of these two in my team. If Hoyland comes in cheap, then maybe, but I don't think he'll be ready for the start of the season. So one of Marcus Rashford and Bruno Fernandes, I feel needs to be in your game week one teams. And pick number six is Chelsea cover going into game week two. Now, game week two, they have West Ham away and game week three, they have Luton at home. The real fixture swing starts in game week three. But to be honest, I think particularly the attackers are good assets from game week one game week two in particular and onwards in game week three so many people looking at their preseason form are, are going to be looking to make transfers going into game week two or game week three to go and buy a Chelsea player that Liverpool at home fixture is not bad enough for you to not start with a Chelsea asset and have to use up one of your first two transfers bringing in a player that you know you're going to bring in if Chilwell and Kunku or Jackson get one return over the first two games it'll be worthwhile starting with them in your teams I currently have Chilwell. I'm currently trying to find a place for Nkunku as well. Chilwell is currently on my bench, but that's absolutely fine. I don't mind sitting him on my bench for game week one. Game week two and three comes around. He's on set pieces. He's getting forward as well. Having a Chelsea asset ready made in your squad for when that Fisher swing starts is going to allow you to be one step ahead of the curve. Now, people are complaining about FPL at the moment that the template is so strong, and that is absolutely fair. Every draft we are putting up looks exactly the same apart from one or two players. So do yourself a favor and help yourself get one step ahead of the curve by having a Chelsea asset in your lineup for game week one. Whether they are starting or not, it doesn't really matter. So that when game weeks three and four roll around, those green fixtures, you already have them in place. You can use your transfers chasing other players like other people in the FPL community will just be having to use their transfers to buy Chelsea players and take hits for the others. So have a Chelsea player in your game week one team. So what do I consider an essential FPL pick going into game week one? The six we covered, Chelsea cover in your game week one team. So you're ready for game week two and three when their fixture swing comes. I've got Chilwell in my draft, so that's why he's there. Arsenal defence, at the moment, I think Gabriel is the best pick. If you're going triple Arsenal attack, fine, you don't need a defender, but I think that's the only case you shouldn't be buying an Arsenal defender for 5 million. A Manchester United attacker in either Marcus Rashford or Bruno Fernandes. An Arsenal attacker, probably Bakaya Saka, but maybe Martin Odegaard and Gabriel Jesus as well. Then, of course, a 6.5 million midfielder in either Eze, Mitoma, Mbuemo, Diaby, or one of the others as well, so you can jump around when one of them starts well. And finally, of course, Erling Haaland like there's no debate about which option it should be it's Erling Haaland right and probably a second Manchester City player given the start to the season that they do have so 
This video and all the data I use to sort of pick these picks, look who I think is going to perform well, is of course taken by Fancy Football Scout. There's a link in the description which will get you 30% off. Also drop all the questions you have about your FPL team, about FPL in general, in the comment section down below. It is a week until FPL starts, less than a week now until game week one starts. All your questions in the comment section down below. A reminder to anyone who's new here, I answer all the questions you have in the first hour of every video. And then of course I do my best to answer every single comment, but you are guaranteed in the first hour thank you all so much for watching like if you have not already subscribe to the channel turn on those notifications as well we are in daily upload season thank you all for watching and i'll be back again very soon sports social podcast network